Good morning. Um, this is Eddie Colston. I, uh, I'm super excited about um, taking steps and in, into becoming the best me that I could possibly be. I've just recently published my first podcast on Spotify. Um, I'm a little, I was a little anxious about it, a little, little nervous about it. Of course, I'm my own worst critic, and it wasn't quite as good as I had hoped it would be or as expected it to be. But um, with that being said, it was more of a learning curve. It was more of a taking a step outside my element, stepping outside my comfort zone, and stepping towards um, a goal that I had set to achieve. Um, and by and by making this podcast, it is not just setting a goal to, to, to make a podcast, but stepping in the direction of becoming the best me that I can be so I can help another individual become the best them that they could be. And in doing so, taking the poor decisions that I've made in my past living in addiction, uh, you know, alcoholism and drug addiction and, and things of that sort, um, I didn't want those experiences that I've, I've, that I've inflicted on myself and onto others to be a waste of time. Whenever I decided that I was going to step outside my element, my, my comfort zone, and become the best me that I could be by applying the things that I've learned in my past, it really helped me step outside a lot of gain, uh, a lot of a lot of guilt and a, and a lot of shame and a lot of disappointment because I just didn't have to carry that with me anymore because now I was utilizing my past for a positive experience because now I'm teaching myself um, what not to do and what to do and my past has taught me how to how to be the best me that I could be and not only that it, it can help me share my experiences with with other people to help them become the best them that they can be or at least give them the knowledge and, and the wisdom to become the best them that they could be that they could possibly use in in the near future um so you know i'm uh i'm, I'm super excited to be here i'm super excited for what my life holds for me now, now that I am completely absent and completely sober, um, all the restoration and all the support groups and just, you know, all the provision that, that, that comes with being sober. So the things that, that have worked for me up to this point, um, I, have, I have found that my life has become better when I put into practice God's way, okay? And God's way simply is just good things, right? So I, I get up every single morning, I meditate, I find reasons to be thankful, thankful for my home, thankful for my job and provision, thankful for my family, thankful for food, right? And and I focus on things to be grateful for every day. And then I, uh, I tell myself truth about who I truly am. 
to remind me of my of my self-worth that my life has value that my life has meaning in my past isn't meant to destroy me. Um, I am no longer a victim of my past. Today I am victorious because of my past. And, and I remind myself of these things. I remind myself every day that I am loved and I am cherished and I am valuable and I am worthy and I am capable. And, and, and I, I believe, I feel like that's, that's very important because we have to know that we are worth recovery. And that your family is worth recovery. And that others are worth your recovery. For, for me, I, I've learned this now. That the goal wasn't to become sober. The goal was to love myself so much that I don't need to drink and drug. So I didn't get over addiction by, by not using. I personally recovered by creating a new life um, where it's easier to not use. And I know now that if I didn't create a new life, then all the factors that that brought me to my addiction would eventually catch up to me again. So knowing that, I had to create a new life. I had to be transformed by the renewing of my mind, which is a scripture in Romans 12 too. But the steps that I took to becoming the, the best me that I could be um, the two main books that I read were the, the big book, the AA book of Alcoholics Anonymous, which was absolutely fantastic. It gave me a clear-cut direction of, of steps that I could take that would help me if I was willing to do exactly what was suggested of me by other sober people, that I would get exactly what they got. So if I want what sober people have, I have to do what sober people do. If I want what successful people have, I have to do what successful people do, which means not give up and be willing to experience new experiences, experience new feelings, experience new emotions. The only way I'm going to experience these new things is to try new things, right? I have to be 100% willing to do whatever it takes. And if you'll remember when we lived in recovery, I mean, um, excuse me, when we lived in addiction, you remember when you wanted that alcohol, when you wanted that drug, when you wanted you know, that sex, you wanted that tobacco, you would, you would have just mere change in your pocket. The store would be a mile, two miles, three miles, didn't really matter. We would walk. I would walk to the store to buy me cheap alcohol. I wouldn't have a dollar in my pocket. I'd only have nickels, dimes, quarters, sometimes even pennies. $2.96 for a steel reserve or a four loco. And I would walk to the store and back. I was willing to do whatever it took to get me that alcohol, to get me that drunk. Um, there was times I didn't have a phone. I didn't have a job. I didn't have money. I didn't even have a secure home to live in or no home at all. But I found a way to get cigarettes. I found a way to get drugs. I found a way to get alcohol because I wholeheartedly sought those things out. And the Bible, in Jeremiah 29:13, I believe, God would go on to say, you will seek me and find me when you seek me wholeheartedly. Now that, that's, for me, I personally believe whatever you seek wholeheartedly, you, you'll find. Right? Not just God, but um, drugs and alcohol, recovery. I just got to the point where I was tired of being the worst me that I could be. And I learned 
through my experiences how to be the worst me that I could be while living in addiction. So, <clears throat> um, what I do every morning is I get up and I read a little bit of scripture. One of the scriptures that's, <clears throat> you know, pointing at me right now is blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Now, that, that's a good scripture. I'm going to put it into my terms. I, I pretty much feel like, I do feel like, that there are certain words that trigger certain thoughts and actions into our mind, right? So if I hear blessed, righteous, um, judgment, and words as such, I feel like it automatic, automatically makes me think of the Bible, makes me think of God. I go into a, possibly even a shutdown mode. I go into a, you know, I kind of get a little more resistance when somebody starts saying those words. You know, I get a little uneasy. Oh, here we go. We're, we're going to talk about the Bible. This is, or you're, you're talking about God. I'm not too sure about him. This is all how I used to feel. So I put it into words that better helped me understand what this scripture truly means to me. So, blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. <clears throat> to me, excuse me, all this is saying is better are the people who hear the word of God and put it into practice. Blessed, we could just say better, right? Better are all who hear the word of God. Now, what is the word of God? The word of God to me is good. Right? All good things are of God. God is love. In Psalm 16, 16 2, it says that all good things are God. James 1, 17 repeats the same thing. So, if all good things are of God, anything that you hear that's good, that's not going to harm yourself, that's not going to harm somebody else, that's going to uh, point you in a positive direction, right? That's going to help you make it to a successful point in your life that is that is the way that's god's way and if you hear those words whether it be that you find them in the bible whether it be that you find them in the big book of aa whether you find them from a sober friend whether you find them from a friend that's not even sober but he's they're giving you sound advice right if you were hearing this advice kind of like taking the direction of google maps or reading the signs, you know, I can get to to Monaghan several different ways from Kingsland, Texas, where I live. The best way for me to get there is I could follow the signs, I can look up Google Map, and if I follow those directions, I will, I will get to my desired destination. If I'm seeing signs to Fort Worth, to Dallas, Fort Worth, and Arlington, well, I'm obviously going the opposite direction. So, if my destination is Monahans, Texas, I follow the signs, I will eventually, I will eventually get there. So, better am I who follow the signs to Monahans than following the signs to Fort Worth if my desired destination is, is Monahans. So, blessed are all who hear the word of God and put it into practice. So if I put God's way into practice, my life will become better. That's all that all that scripture is saying. That's in Luke eleven twenty eight. 
That scripture is not judging you. It's not condemning you. It's not saying that God is real or isn't real. Although it is speaking truth, right? And that truth right there by saying, hey, look, if you want a better life, put goodness into practice and you will have a good life because ultimately the process is, is you reap what you sow. And the truth of this will set you free. So, I, uh, my life has been blessed because I have heard the Word of God and I put it into practice and I take steps in that direction to become the best me that I could possibly be every single day. So I set small steps, um, excuse me, I set small goals in the morning every day that I can obviously obtain every day. And um, those goals are, uh, are fairly easy to, to obtain first. So there are 30, 31 scriptures, 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs. So I could read one every single day for whatever month it is. Today is March 3rd, so I am on chapter 3. And it's simply, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. Okay. Today's goal for me, one of my goals is to seek His will in all I do, and He will show you which path to take. So, let's not be confused by the path that God would have you take. Common sense here, what path would God have you take? God is always going to have you take the path of goodness. That's it. If there is a, if you have a decision to make, and you will have to lie, cheat, manipulate, steal, hurt another person, or walk in the ways of the world on that path, that is not the path that God would direct you to. It's just not. You have to be willing to step away that wide path of destruction, step onto the narrow path of righteousness, which is to walk. There are nine ways of the fruits of the Spirit, which are the characteristics of God. Right, that, that's it, the characteristics of goodness. It is literally, if you walk in these ways, the nine fruits of the Spirit, one love, two joy, three peace, four goodness, five kindness, six patience, seven faithfulness, eight gentleness, nine self-control, then you are walking in the ways of God. And by doing this, that is the path that God would have you take. That's it. That's it. And when you walk in these ways, <clears throat> when I walk in love, I am patient because love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle, right? Um, love is faithful. And it's a lot easier for me to have self-discipline. Not always, because love is not always enough we'll get to that in just just a second um when i walk in love as if i love you then it's a lot easier for me to be kind and gentle and, and patient with you that's that's the reason why god simply says to walk in love um to be joyful okay for me personally there's there's a little difference in happy and, and joyous so happy would be my rent's paid, my car payments, my wife's happy, so everybody's happy type thing. 
So happiness for me are the things that are on the outside of you. Those kind of things make me happy. Payday makes me happy. Joy for me comes from the inside. Joy is something that I'm experiencing today because I have been sober for over nine months. And that brings me joy. It brings me joy that broken relationships in my life are now being restored because that is a byproduct of, byproduct of my sobriety, right? Um, so so I, today I'm capable of walking in joy. Peace. Okay, so walking in peace, um, first of all, for me it came from being transformed by the renewing of my mind. I had to understand how to obtain peace. For me, obtaining peace came with trust, right? I had to trust the power outside myself. I had to trust the power greater than myself. And when I trust a power greater than myself, then I begin to walk in peace. And that's the peace that I feel like Jesus is talking about. You walk in that peace. And kind of an example that helped me understand that a little bit better was I envisioned a string, right? And the string is very fragile. And the string I can literally just break with my, just by pulling it and breaking it now. Now I take that same string, right? And I wrap it around a steel braided cable and that same string with the power greater than itself, with the power outside itself, can now pull a truck out of the mud, right? It now becomes more powerful because it, it is no longer alone. It is reinforced with the power outside itself. <clears throat> so that's how I envision peace. Now I'm that string, I'm that fragile string that could just easily be broken that once I saw the power greater than myself and I became entwined with other people and with the power greater than myself, I can now have peace when certain temptations or certain natural disasters come my way. I have peace about them because I know that I'm, I'm thinking clearly now the decisions I'm making today are my decisions. It's not influenced by drugs and alcohol. So I have peace about the outcome of those. So I, I truly do live with peace now. Um, the fourth fruit of the Spirit would be goodness. Now, <clears throat> goodness simply means to do good things. So, say no when it's time to say no. Say yes when it's time to say yes. And remember that all good things are God. All goodness is from God. So when we walk in God's way, the capitalized way, we're walking and living right. So we are living for God. Um, it's just, it, it is what it is. So, so today, I will walk in goodness. I will make better decisions than I did yesterday because I learned from the poor decisions that I made yesterday. I will make better decisions than I did nine months ago because I have learned from those bad decisions. And that's what kind of helps me. It helps remove the, the shame and the guilt and the disappointment because now I've utilized my past for good. That's also in the Bible in Romans 8.28, how God would use bad things for the good, right? Another truth. 
Uh, today I will walk in kindness. I will be kind to somebody. So if I'm kind to everyone that I come into contact with, no matter how hard it is, right? The reason I'm kind to a different person every single day is because that's who I am. To become the best me that I could be, I have to be kind to a person, whether it's one person or two people, just anybody that you come in contact with today, be kind to them. The person's checking your groceries, your children, your wife, your significant other, whoever it is, just be kind to them because when you're kind to somebody, you're planting seeds of positivity, not just in their life, but in your life. And we all know that the seeds that plant are the seeds that you reap. And now keep in mind, patience comes with this, right? Which is oddly enough that the sixth fruit of the Spirit is patience. And I'm going to have to walk in patience. When we plant a seed, we don't pick the fruits the next day. This is, we just have to be patient and um Continue to plant positive seeds to reap positive benefits. So six, today I will walk in patience. I will be patient. I will be anxious for nothing. The Bible speaks about not being anxious for anything. Being patient with others, right? One, we don't know exactly what they're going through. You know, remember when, when you were going through something that just put you on edge, that made you uneasy, that made you just frustrating and angry and and somebody was trying to rush you and how much stress that added to your day and how much anxiety that added to you and just be a patient person because mentally physically and spiritually and emotionally right being patient with somebody is believe it or not very powerful into to helping them just calm down and relax and it's a good practice for you as well. Um, faithfulness. I will walk in faithfulness today. Faithfulness, which, which to me speaks integrity. To be honest, open, and willing. To do, to do good to someone all the time. Be real. Be faithful. And if you commit to something, you stick to it to the best of your possibility at that time. If things change, communicate it. Be, always be faithful to your, your husband and wife. That's just, that should be a given. Um, integrity, be who you would be if people are around. Live as if you're living for God. Work as though you're working for the Lord. And then your reward will be in full. Always remember, no matter what you do, do it as if you're doing it for God. All the time. Or if you don't believe in God... Do it as if you were becoming the best person that you could possibly be, because you are. Um, I will today. I will walk in gentleness. Be gentle with someone. Um, this is important right here. Be who you once needed. Be that person that you once needed. Remember, if you have to. Think about your past, just momentarily, not to glorify it, but to help somebody. <clears throat> Don't be mean or harsh with them. Um, not everybody needs tough love at the moment. Okay, number nine. Today, I will walk in discipline and self-control. And this right here is huge. Number one, be in love. Number nine, being self-control. 
and I don't find any coincidence in one being love and nine being self-control because sometimes love just isn't enough. Sometimes we're, we're human, so we're having bad days, we're angry, we're frustrated, we're just, even though we're trying to put that to the, those, those emotions and those feelings, even though we're trying to put it aside, we are human and that's just a part of it. There are days where love is not enough. And that's when self-control and self-discipline just have to has to be a part of it. Love being on top, self-control on being on the bottom, together, those two things lock in the other seven fruits of the spirit. You have to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined. The best me that I could be is healthy. In the last nine months, I have lost 45 pounds of fat. I have gained several pounds of muscle. It did not come easily. Nine months of sobriety did not come easily. No one said it was going to be easy. We all say it is worth it, and it is truly worth it. So, today... If you want to become the best you that you can be, walk in the fruits of the Spirit. Remember, blessed are all who hear the Word of God and put it into practice. Put those seven, oh, I'm sorry, put those nine steps into practice today, every day. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you the right path. Okay, that is Proverbs 3, 6. Seek His will in all you do and He will direct your path. Remember, His will for you is just good. His plans for you are good. So, if the direction that you're, if you have a, you come up to a crossroads, what direction should I take? Okay, this direction is good. This direction doesn't have me lying, cheating, or stealing. It is hard because I will have to tell the truth. I will have to admit that I'm wrong. I will have to admit that my life is unmanageable. A lot of times, you just have to admit that your life's unmanageable. Believe me, we already know it's unmanageable. We already know your life's in shambles if you're living in addiction. You don't have to admit it. You have to admit it to yourself, not to anybody else. If there's an, the other path that you have to take, involves lying, cheating, manipulating, that is not the, the direction that God would have you go, period. So, these words that you hear from me, these are this is God's way. If you will put it into practice and take these steps every day, you will become the best you that you can be. I'm 27 minutes into this podcast and counting, so, and it is a little after 6 o'clock a.m. and I got to get my family up and ready for school and work. Listen, if you need anything, hit me up, teddy4469 at gmail.com. Um, don't give up on these podcasts just yet, okay? Each and every day, they're going to get better. This is just episode two of becoming the best you that you can be and together we stand stronger stay positive p negative have a blessed day good morning this is eddie colson i want to say thank you thank you for listening thank you for following thank you for all your support uh thank you for the emails and the phone calls and the text messages thank you for all the encouraging words that that help me continue to move forward with this podcast. Uh, today's going to be a short podcast. Um, 
I just want you to know that if you believe you can, you're halfway there. And I'm here to tell you that you can. It is possible. There is a better way. You don't have to let your past steal your present. Success is the sum of small efforts repeated day in and day out. Remember, recovery is not a race. You don't have to feel guilty if it takes you longer than you thought it would. If you fall seven times, stand up eight times. If we are facing in the right direction, all we have to do is keep on walking. Just keep going. Whatever you do, don't give up. No one can go back and make a brand new start. Anyone can start from now and make a brand new ending. If you're tired of living in addiction, if you're tired of the strongholds, if you're tired of the toxic relationships, only you can get yourself out of them. The only person you are destined to become is the person that you decide to be. Our glory is not in never failing, but in rising up every time we fall. Remember, you may have to fight a battle more than once to win it. To find success is not to give up. You have to remember one of the hardest things is learning that you are worth recovery. Anyone can give up. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. But to hold it together when everyone would expect you to fall apart, now that's true strength. Recovery is hard. But I'm here to tell you, regret is even harder. Okay? Nobody stays recovered unless the life they have created is more rewarding and satisfying than the one they left behind. And I'm here to tell you right now that the life that I left behind in addiction, the life that I left behind 10 months ago, is nowhere near, does not compare, not even almost compare to the life that I live today. Your best days are, are ahead of you, okay? Courage isn't having the strength to go on. It's going on when you don't have the strength. Just keep moving forward. Whatever you do, keep more moving forward. Um, today, Matthew 5, verse 14. You are the light of the world. Like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden, no one lights a lamp and then puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Heavenly Father. Here's the deal. That, that's what this podcast is about. I'm letting my light shine in the darkness. I want to be encouragement. I want to be hope to other people. And, and people that are in recovery, that are in sobriety, I encourage you to stand up and be that light in darkness. Be that hope for somebody else. I encourage you to tell your story, to tell your testimony, because there's something in your story, something in your history that can help another person make it one more day. Just one more day. Listen, I have to get off here. Today was a short podcast. I just wanted to remind you that you are worth it, that you are loved. You were not created to live depressed, defeated, guilty, condemned, ashamed, or unworthy. You were created to be victorious, and there is victory in Jesus. There is victory in God. There is victory in the Bible. There is victory in the big book of AA, Alcoholics Anonymous. There is victory in those rooms. If you want to find it, if you want to, if you want to step out of the victim state and start living in, in victory, step onto that narrow path of righteousness that the Bible is talking about. Seek out Jesus' way. What would Jesus do? 
act like Jesus, say what Jesus would say, act like Jesus would act, do what Jesus would do. Yes, you have to sacrifice yourself. I'm not saying physically go kill yourself or hang yourself on a cross. I'm saying you have to die to your old ways. You have to repent, which means change the way you think. You're going one direction. You got to turn and go back the other way. You have to recreate a new life. That is the path to success. And then you do not give up. I got to get off here. I love each and every one of you. Have a blessed day. Be the light in somebody else's darkness. Be encouragement today. Be hope today. Walk in love. Walk in the spirit. Do what Jesus would do. Y'all have a blessed day.